What you got on, AB? Chase Davis on the beat, yeah. Put that shit on. Put that shit on. Put that shit on. Put that shit on. Yo, 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 Aiden, do the thing. What's good, creamers? You didn't mess it up this time. Didn't mess it up this time. (laughs) See, boy, we sharp as hell. We back on that. Anyway, welcome back to the Half and Half podcast. Believe we're on episode 121. Yes, we are. Just checking here. Pretty big number there. One, two, one. Same way, backwards and forwards. As usual, I am Vasanth Rondas, joined by the illustrious Aiden Mangan. How you doing, bud? I'm getting over being sick, but I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Not COVID or monkeypox. Yeah, I, 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 I think that there's a chance I maybe caught something in Philly Friday night, which, by the way, me, Vasant, and uh, former guests, Kardake, Manu, and then yeah. maybe one day I'll have her fill in for you on the podcast, Elisa. <laughs> one day. Uh, all went out into Philly Friday night, which is a lot of fun, great time, but um, I think I may have picked up something when i was out there because i was sick like monday through wednesday honestly maybe maybe Mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes on in this city is what i've learned so far yeah but i'm back i'm upright yes sir (laughs) yeah i I was gonna say are you are you gonna say something about that are you happy to hear that i mean i (laughs) No, I was trying to. I was like, brain? I feel better. I'm upright, and then I just get silence from my co-host here. Like he's everyone's like, yeah, disappointed. Okay, I, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm, I'm checking with my contacts that drugged you to make sure you got sick, and I'm like, why? Yeah, didn't work? I figured. No, I, I, I can't. To... I can't wait to hear the edit of this episode where you edit in like a aw side effect, a sound effect after I say I got better. I will not do that. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It's just go yeah. keep. We go keep the little two seconds of silence. But it, yeah. it was because my brain froze. I was trying to think. You mm-hmm. should have gone to Dr. Khaled's hospital. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me. I'll stay alive, stay alive. <laughs> me and, yeah, when Aiden came over, we were hanging for a bit at my place, or our place, Elisa and I's place, and we were watching the new Khaled music video, and my God, first of all, what a boring song. Oh, and staying alive bad, so boring, man. And what oh, a, my God. like, really lame interplanation of, you know, the, ah, 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 staying alive. But they're really like, yeah. ah, staying alive, staying alive, staying alive. Like, I hate it. I hate it. Awful. Awful. It's a bad song. And it's really funny, though, just because it's like Drake and Lil Baby. Khaled is medical professional. I, I respect Lil Baby for recognizing what it was and just like doing the least on it, you know? He did it. He did a very like, there's just, a lot of artists, like once they're big, right? They've yeah. got like their standard mail-in verse sort of vibes. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, okay, hit these topics, hit these flows, nail it, yeah. drop it. Like, like it's the verse Travis Scott's been doing for years now. Like just the one that he mails into every single. The like, one that just, every artist has been getting yeah. on a feature for like the past few years is yeah. basically what he did, which I respect, frankly, because that song doesn't really deserve like an elite. No, exactly. Yeah, I, I respect him recognizing what it was and giving the right amount of effort. Giving it the the requisite amount of effort. Yeah. For staying alive. And so that song was funny because I told Aiden, I, I, I saw someone post his announcement 
of like this whole the like the like fake hospital with like Drake yeah. and him and baby is doctor the story and i was reading the because he it's like an instagram post and there's like one of the slides on the post is like a text slide i was reading the beginning of it before like it just dr graham and dr Khaled, and i realized that this was just some promo shit and at first yeah. i was like oh did he like legit open a hospital that'd be kind of cool no nah, it's just music video no nah, that's wishful thinking yeah um i mean like... his shtick is so boring because he keeps oh, doing the, so like another one it's like dude you had a moment and you you had a wave, right? You rode yeah. the shit out of that wave, as you should. It's a meme. It's, it's, the meme is you. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my yes, God. Stop now, though. Yes, stop. Yes, Let it now. go, buddy. Yeah. The, the, the bit's dead. It's it's so boring at this point. Just the whole, be the best, another one, another one. Be the best, another one. It's just so boring. Now. Um, yeah, no, that, that song sucked. That, that was a great start to the night, listening to that, and then being like, all right, guess I'm going out in the town. <laughs> really, really got Let's me. Go out of the town with it. the energy given to us by this anemic single. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's interesting, right? Because, you know, we banter about, obviously, we saw each other very, we get to see each other more often now, so it feels like there's less, like, gaps and, like, hey, what's been up with you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it, 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 it is funny. I think what, have I seen you like three weekends in a row now or something? I think there was a gap. There was one weekend we didn't see. You there, okay. Sure. But, yeah, I think I think we got to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> but for the sake of content. Yeah, you know, like, because, you know, if we're going to use up all of our conversations in real life, like, we're not saving any bullets for the podcast, you know? <laughs> this podcast fell apart because me and Aiden started hanging. It's funny, though, because yeah. I mean, we, did the, we did this when we literally lived, like, right next to each other, so I don't think... We, we, did, we did this when we lived in the same apartment. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, like, literally yeah. lived right next to each other. Yeah, my, my commute was... It, my, I mean, honestly, my commute's shorter now, because... Being late like for a Zoom, podcast but... was funny, being, like... If like Aiden or I wasn't like ready with like we look because like we we're very loose with our recording types because we don't have like a studio yeah. that we're renting out or something, and it'll be like I could just hear like one of us will just be like okay give me a minute like that's, that's yeah. the knock on like, the door you ready <laughs> <laughs> you want to record get back in the dungeon yeah but uh, that that was a fun time being in the same apartment being able to record and everything that was good again we'll we'll have to do a, like an in person episode relatively soon now that yeah, we'll we're figure something out here. for sure yeah. it's just, it's just it's so easy to record on zoom especially because like like we're a half hour away like it's so easy to just do it on zoom so oh, all right and this isn't even a sponsor i mean if zoom would like to sponsor us and give us a free premium subscription so we don't have to mm-hmm. do this janky little like start start stop thing that you guys heard last absolutely yeah. be very appreciated zoom uh, if you're listening mm-hmm. which i don't know maybe you are because everyone's listening to us 24 7 <clears throat> but uh, for banter, right? I think you know. Instead of talking about what's going it's, on, it's very, lives, it's very natural when you say when you call it banter. <laughs> very natural, indeed. Right. I mean, but like you know, obviously the bantering can be a bit. It's different, right? In the sense, like it's not the banter mm-hmm. is as much as a catch-up a device for catching up as it is good a good way to kind of get into the episode. I think a good way we can get into this one is we have like sort of a little mini topic that facilitates the banter that gives us yeah. something to talk about. It's not, there's nothing like what we're going to talk about right here. If, if you're looking at the description, it's going to just be grouped in with the banter because it's not big enough to be its own big boy topic, its own fully grown, matured topic. But it's, you know, it's a little baby topic, you know? 
little fetus topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be this thing that I'm trying to look at. I'm checking the time that this was put out two hours ago. So two hours before we are recording uh, this uh, Thursday evening. Antonio Brown put out a statement. I think we talked about we did we talk about Antonio Brown during his descent into madness? Yeah, probably, we actually had right? to at one point. Yeah, maybe yeah. the Raiders arc, probably. Probably, yeah. Raiders arc. Oh no, we did, fun. we did because I don't you remember like I boost on your back. Oh yeah. That we talked about like those allegations and everything, and like his awful spelling in the emails and all that. Yeah, his just like deranged texting of the person who was suing him. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh God. I was, oh, I forgot that was even a jeez, that was gross. Mm-hmm. So gross, are, yeah. Yeah, but Antonio Brown's at it again. And Antonio Brown, in a lot of ways, you said it while we were sort of giving our getting ourselves ready to record. He's very much become like a Kanye light in terms of like he's just trying to be like his own kind of egomaniac, but it does because he's been hanging out with him a lot, right? Like he's like a Donda mm-hmm. affiliate. He was at Rolling Loud Miami. In fact, if any of our listeners at this point, it doesn't even matter that he was a football player. You may have seen the clip going around Twitter of his really goofy ass dance. Oh yeah, him doing this little do your dance and just like throwing his arms around. Yeah, his like red leather jacket. So Antonio Brown has been, you know, he's been doing stuff. I don't know what songs he would have been performing because. How big is his catalog? In fact, I'm going to go to, well, while I ask you that, I'm going to Spotify right now. We're going to look up. I mean, the man made Pits of the Palace. <laughs> a lot of money. No. Hold he on. released an album, Aiden. Did he really? How did we miss that? That's so it's funny. Paradigm, and it's got a really bad album cover. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. It's uh, just AB, right? It's just AB. If anyone's interested, this album is 10 songs. It's only 23 minutes. So, like, we'll round up 24. Each song is about 2.4 minutes, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's got 5 Yo Foreign features, the Baby features, a Thugger feature, a 42 Doug feature, a French Montana. How's it How's they, remix it Pit Not, they remix Pit Not the Palace. Hell yeah. Um, 42 they, Doug, baby. He's got Jacques. Or Jacquez, I don't know. I'm bothered to learn how to say Jacquez's mm. name. Um, and then Shuki International and YD the best. It's it's so funny to like see him. I assume the Kanye features. connections helped. I'm very curious. Absolutely. I wonder if Kanye produced any of this album. Right, because they're they're friends, right? They hung out there. There's that really awkward I, Julia Fox, A B. Yeah, I but I Kanye. Had to like he, he's I don't know. Like, I don't think Kanye could. Like, if Kanye produced it, it never would have came out. Like, that's what I'm just saying. Like, that's a fair point. There's like no information. But, okay, I want Genius to try to figure out the production stuff. And one guy commented, "Cut off the DaBaby feature. It wouldn't be good for his brand, or like, it wouldn't be good for AB's brand to have the baby <laughs> on the album." And it's like, really, that's what we're worried about? Yeah. I don't think Cardi is on here. I'm just looking at the production credits. Doesn't look <laughs> like it. Weezy produced the beat, though. Oh, maybe I'll listen to that song. Weezy, the, the one with the baby. <laughs> of course, that's awesome. Maybe we should. I feel like John. John may have checked this out. Ask John if he's listened to the AB album. And if he I hasn't, send it to, to it. it. Send yeah. it to John. 
I'll send it to him either way. I want, I want to, I want just a, I want like a one sentence review from John on the AP. Just it's <laughs> He'll just send back something like this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's an uh, album released, uh, soon to be Grammy award winning artist, yeah. uh, football player turned rap artist Antonio Brown released a statement today that looks like, it looks so, like it's from like well, a- Masam, I, I actually now gained extra context about this statement, quote unquote. Yeah. He, he didn't actually make the statement. This is from a meme account that made this up, but he has now posted it on his Twitter and said, sincerely, A.B. Wait, as really? He's claiming it, yes. <laughs> Which adds a whole other layer to it. That's really he's funny. He's claiming a meme statement? Wait, yeah, wait, he's wait, claiming wait. It. Wait, how did well, you find okay, that it well, wasn't? Well, okay, if I was looking at the picture, look under it. It says, at the sports memory under the Buccaneers. Oh, which I when I looked it up, it's an Instagram account. Like basically, it does like ball sack type things with like. Fake and he just took it. So is he trolling or is he serious? Well, I don't know, but that's what adds like an extra layer to this magic here, you know. Um, the fact that he's like putting it out there, it's just coming sincerely AB. As if like I I it's it's not just like I don't know if he's just messing with people right now. Or if he's saying, like, I didn't write this, but I stand by it. <laughs> but anyway, Vassan, maybe you should read them this meme statement that A.B. has put this out. This meme statement that he's co-opting with a question mark yeah. is... It, which, it does say a lot about Antonio Rather, This seemed like something he put together. Mm-hmm. But the statement, or the meme statement, reads as follows. My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> What a hell right of a way to start. Or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet. Or throwing rocks at a UPS driver. Which by posting this, he's just like, yeah, I did it. I mean, there's like footage of I him doing that. it. Yeah. And it definitely doesn't involve me taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live sure i can watch the game afterwards but i can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that like watching the beatles or jesus perform at red rocks amazing the fact that he reposted this is so funny like rare abw right is that what we're gonna go with here it's like it's like okay is he laughing at himself or is he like co-opting it i feel like right yeah like i i have no idea like maybe both i don't know (laughs) like him throwing out maybe but here's my favorite thought that i've had maybe he thinks he said it (laughs) what and maybe he thinks he said it before and he's like oh i agree (laughs) like put it out there like i stand by that I don't know that he could. It could be an expert level troll. Like I don't know. It's just a funny statement because yeah. it's like it, whoever came up with it, good job because it reads like an Antonio Brown statement, especially mm-hmm. the watching Jesus perform at Red Rocks. That's crazy. Amazing. That's incredible. It's art, but like this brings up the the thing, right? So like he's never playing again, right? I mean, I doubt it because like he's got this like rap music career that he seems to be interested in pursuing he had a rolling loud well, set which is fucking absurd it's, it's, it's not even that Basan. it's just he's horrible to be around <laughs> like, well i do think like 
and let's be honest, I could have told yeah. him that he probably wasn't worth it, especially after the Raiders got rid of him. Yeah. But I think like the NFL and a lot of sports leagues probably have like, okay, if you can't play under this guy, then what then it's a wrap. Yeah, exactly. And he so couldn't for- play under Belichick. Yeah. And I well, imagine a lot of people are like, can we? I mean, I know he went to play with Tom Brady, so it's like you couldn't play yeah. under Belichick. And then it didn't work with Tom Brady anyway. Yeah, it's over for you at that point. And he publicly, like, sort of called out Tom Brady, too, right? So I think you've got the Belichick and the Tom Brady sort of layer of it not working out. So now it's pretty much a wrap. Yeah. In terms of, like, I just feel like, because that happens with a lot of athletes. I mean, like, uh, uh, not the same uh, same in the sense they both were Steelers at one point. I know Le'Veon Bell, like, called out Andy Reid, and there was, like, people saying, like, yeah, if you're a player and you can't play with Andy Reid, then, like, that's uh, – like, that's bad luck on you. So I think the fact that no one's going to want – I feel like he's probably not wanted because he's burned bridges with some of those – with those, like, entities where it's like, okay, if you burn bridges with these people, you're not getting a job again in the league. And I mean, I could argue he probably didn't yeah. deserve to come back because he just seems like a bad person. Um, a person who might need help, sure, but also still a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, he's getting... How did he get a rolling loud set? That had to have been, like, some Kanye string. Like, he met people... He's, he's probably met people since pairing up with Kanye, right? And, I mean, but he's generally just famous, too, so it's probably easier that way. Like, you know. I mean, I mean, I'm granted, I'm not, like, a music festival expert, but Rolling Loud has some mm-hmm. level of prestige, right? Like, I mean, like, yeah, but they don't care. <laughs> like, they're popular, but, like, like, like again, it's, it's, it's about crowds. It doesn't matter if it's good or not. Like, if they're like, oh, an Antonio Brown set would bring people in, like, they'll do it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's just it's interesting. The whole saga with him is it's it's gone in a direction that like I don't think you could have predicted him like the way he left that Jets game. No, you, that was ridiculous. You can never. never I mean, should we have? No, I mean, this is. It seemed like we were destined for this, right? I mean, like think about. I mean, granted, it's pre-recorded, but think about like Steelers AB dramas happening like that same day he's on Mass Singer. Yeah. No, of course, but pre-taped episode, but it's a hilarious sort of yeah. alignment of events. Very, very funny. That's what how that happened, like how that worked out. But um, no, I mean, like if if AB puts this out and he's saying like, I'm co-signing this, like expert level troll. I'll give him that. Like amazing. Well, yeah, the tweet signed if, sincerely AB. So yeah. I think at some level. <laughs> Incredible. I'll give him that 100%. I think if he, other, if he believes he said this, that's even funnier. That's the funnier to me. Like, it's like he's his, which raises concern. It raises concerns to me about his, uh, you know, going on upstairs, but he's just getting um, gaslit by a meme account. He's gaslit. <laughs> meme account was like, here's an AB quote. He was like, oh, should I said this? This is fire. He's like, that's hard. Wait. <laughs> that's so, so good. Yeah, so I think the lesson to take from this is um, go play collegiate sports at a relatively unknown D1 school. Mm-hmm. Um, get drafted by an organization that has, like, history and wins a lot. Become one of the best wide receivers. to play. Like, he's one of the best I've ever played in his era, right? Like, I mean, like, his statistics are wild. Correct? I mean, the Ben... Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. Third, like... 
become that great and then throw it all away, hop from team to team over like three years, walk out by taking off all taking off your clothes and throwing them into the stands. Not all of them, just the top half. And then show up at Rolling Loud. Do your dance, A.B. Do your Do dance, dance A.B. Okay, look, it's kind of hard, honestly. And that is the lesson. <laughs> Start playing at Central Michigan and at Rolling Loud. That is upward mobility, people. That's upward mobility. Look, we can say and, whatever we want, but he did win. Like, that is the thing. I mean, he did. He's successful. Yeah. I don't think anyone could dispute that he's successful. <laughs> yeah. And the, the last little piece I'll add on top of that, Gaslight yourself by posting something you think you said. Insanely. Incredible. From a Viva I, I didn't even, the reason I didn't bother to look if it was fake or not, it's from his fucking Twitter. Yeah, you would think that it was, but he just put it out randomly. No, he, he may have gaslit himself. <laughs> I looked at the graphic and I saw like the, uh, I saw like, it looked like ESPN, like it looked like an ESPN mm-hmm. thing when they throw up a quote. And I was like, did they put this on ESPN? Did he like format this? And then that's when you said it's a meme, and I saw that it's on the Bucks jersey. So funny! It, like, art, truly art. And again, shout out to at the sports memory on Instagram. Great troll, incredible. The, the you guys, memory, you guys won the day. Aiden, you're up from not being a sick anymore, but sports memory is really up right now. Oh, they're really up right now. Well. I think that's a good way to end it right there. Oh, uh, in our the opinion, <laughs> yeah, we're ending the episode. This is a shorty, half and half quickie, yeah. a little quick yeah. cream. I know a little shot of espresso for you guys. Yeah. Oh, that's that's much nicer branding. Um. Yeah. But, I mean, but, you can, no, keep going down that road. You were going. I like. I like that <laughs> no, but I was gonna say. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and do our do our uh, very professional transition to our next segment here. And, you know, mm-hmm. everyone gives opinions. This whole show is based on giving opinions. But some people's opinions suck because they're backed by major publications. So we're going to shit on them because it makes yeah. us feel good. Isn't Absolutely. that right? Exactly. Absolutely. But, Basant, before we get there, I just want to read you a quote that I saw as I was starting the episode, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we know Joker 2 will be a musical now, right? <laughs> Joker 2 will have complicated musical sequences. The film is described as more like A Star is Born than In the Heights. We're making A Star is Born 2? With the Joker. It has Bradley Cooper. (laughs) I don't know about you, but that's a little twisted. (laughs) I want Bradley Cooper to show up at the same bar as the Joker. That's, oh my God, that'd be so good. it's, It's A Star is Born, except they're like, they pretended to cast Lady Gaga and really they cast Bradley Cooper. And like, it's just the same movie, except Joaquin Phoenix is taking the place of Gaga. I would love that. It would be funny. I agree. But so I, I, just uh, want, I just want to bring it up because before we hop into anything, because it's not worthy of a topic or anything, but Joker 2, I'm starting to believe. I think, I think it might be really funny. Just like this AB thing that we just talked about. I actually, you know what would be truly, truly amazing is uh, Antonio Brown on his Twitter, his pin tweet is he wants to be one of the biggest artists in the world and he's not going to stop until he is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What if? What if? Antonio Brown on the Joker 3 soundtrack. Or even oh. Joker 2 soundtrack. Oh, I love that. 
they used to treat me like a joker, but now I'm clowning them. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I will say Something the fun. Like yeah, I, th- I think you're onto something there. I think you should hit him up. Yeah. Shoot him a DM. Also, could I just say it's really mm-hmm. funny that um, I, I under that pin tweet, one of the replies is you're not even bigger than Cole Beasley with the Cole Beasley album. Oh my Cole god! Beasley's rap hurts. career is the thing that we don't really talk about much, but which probably I, for the best. I mean, honestly, I think I would rather listen to AB than Cole Beasley's. Yeah, music. I feel like Cole Beasley's just like Eminem, Tom McDonald. Yeah, it it, it, just, it just sucks. Like it's so boring. Like AB's is at least kind of funny. Like like you you definitely like you. There's I a meme quality you, to it. Yeah, you laughed when you heard "Whole Lot of Money." You thought it was funny. It, it's it is it's but cole beasley just sucks so yeah anyway though so you're saying you know what else sucks these op-eds these op these opinions yeah we it's been a while since uh we did like a little segment where we just had some there's some just especially bad op-eds there's always bad op-eds out there mm-hmm. op-eds that are i mean everyone's got opinions you can critique them or like them as 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 you feel but we're going to dunk on some op-eds. It's been a minute. I found a good one, and Aiden found a good one, too. So we're going to merge them together into an op-ed slander power, not hour, power segment. Hour yeah. segment. Exactly. We'll be back in a sec for you guys. So see you on the All other right. side. Told you to see you on the other side. Hopefully none of you left. I wouldn't know. I guess the analytics will tell me. But we're here to talk about bad op-eds. And... Uh, I guess you want to just go in order of the release. I think mine's a bit older. Yeah, no, you go first, man. A few weeks. Mine's also quite short. I'll try and I know I'm not mm-hmm. going to say this will be short because they never are with us. But the actual op-ed is not particularly long. I'm going to go ahead and take you through this uh, Wall Street Journal opinion piece. I don't know if I should call it an op-ed. I don't know, like what isn't an op-ed just an opinion piece? Or are, yeah, yeah, are all opinion pieces op-eds? I think so. It doesn't matter. They, 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 they're, both ter- they're both terrible. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, well, yeah. This opinion piece is by Peggy Noonan, who I uh, feel free to look her up. I have no background on who this is whatsoever. But the title, The Lonely Office is Bad for America. The, sub, the, the subheading, employees may like remote work, but it tends to break down both organizational and national culture. So does that make you want to read it? Does that does it sound interesting to you? Does it sound like great quality journalism that you'd be paying for with this Wall Street Journal subscription? I mean, I I, I immediately expect to see like a funded by Lockheed Martin thing at the end of it, but yeah, why not? Let's hear it. Let's get to it. So the first paragraph yeah. talks about the office wars and this. I mean, look, there it, it, it's this article is not wrong. There is an office debate around returning to office full time, working from mm-hmm. home, yeah. hybrid. Uh, I am personally of the belief that companies should just kind of go with a do as you see fit sort of model, kind of go like, yeah, basically commit to hybrid. But if people want to be fully remote and like the people they're working with think that's fine and you can still do the work you need to do, then let them. Obviously, there's some jobs you can't be remote for, like your fucking surgeon can't be remote. This is Vasant begging for his company to let him stay full remote. I mean, I am. (laughs) I'm taking the stance. You're like, I'm taking the stance here but i mean that's not true mm-hmm. and it says like oh, perhaps hostilities will resume in the fall 
and obviously bosses are hoping the reality will go back to you know how it was where they could kind of make people come back to work because i mean that's yeah. kind of what's happened right is like a lot of people uh big companies especially have found that like you try and get people to come back they'll just find a place that'll let them work remote and they can usually find mm-hmm. them that'll and they'll pay them pretty decently yeah no definitely and some people are even some people even said they're okay taking a little pay cut if it means they don't have to commute to work and they can be at their home and it mm-hmm. gives them more flexibility in their day so yeah it'll be interesting and this article already has a clear opinion because I mean, it feels like because they say that the work from home people are dug in believing they're on the winning side that the transformation of work mm-hmm. in America was simply sped up and finalized the pandemic and you know sort of sets the scene we've got like the great resignation all of that right and then it talks about the benefits from working from home you know you have some flexibility there's no commute it's easier to be there for any sort of day-to-day stuff if you've got kids especially right and then you know it talks about the other like from a work perspective there's not like the absurd meetings that don't need to be there right like a meeting that you know, everyone has to pile into a room. It's not like maybe a 10 minute call on your web conferencing application of choice. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, of course. And so like a lot of this stuff, like it's setting the scene. And so she says that the arguments against working from home are intangible because they're more national and societal, which pretentious. To me, at least. I, I don't... Sure, okay. It feels like you're saying, like, oh, well, my arguments are beyond, like, the, like, material thing of being there for your kids more yeah, often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so their how, argument... How dare, that, how dare you not want to potentially die on a two-hour commute each day? <laughs> exactly. So she says that the decline in office life is going to have an impact on the general atmosphere of the country. There's something demoralizing about all the empty offices. Oh, my God, you freaking nerd are you Tear kidding the buildings me? down put a park there <laughs> use them for housing i don't know the office buildings could be repurposed that's so good oh my god just being like i'm lonely in the office well this is this is the big problem this person and I that is a has... problem by the way is like companies that have yeah. like give, like if you've chose to go into work but your colleagues don't feel like it, you're the only person there that sucks sure I, I think that this person views their coworkers like family and doesn't understand that for the most part. They're like, oh, we enjoy like talking to you from like nine to five. But outside of that, like we don't interact. <laughs> like, you know, they, like yeah. They go on to say there's something post-greatness about these empty office buildings. The downtowns are empty. It feels like a metaphor for decline. How is it a metaphor for decline? If anything, it kind of shows that we maybe didn't need to spend all this fucking money on all these absurd buildings. That's so funny. When like there's other like we're we're like as a as a globe, right? As an earth, Mm -hmm. there's this concern of population issues and people having space to live. And this is just off the top. Like that's one way you could use like space that doesn't need to be dedicated to office space, let alone like building parks or building like buildings for social services or homeless shelters or any yeah. of hospitals. I don't fucking know. There's so it's like, okay, yeah, it sucks that you go to work and your office is empty. Yeah. It's easy for me to say this, but like the companies that hate work from home are like Google and Apple who have put like billions of dollars into a campus. 
right? With the yeah. express goal of trying to like keep you there and make like an environment that you enjoy being in because it's like, hey, I can go to the gym. I can get some food easily. I can take a bike. I can take the bus to get to where I need to go. And it's easy and it's all self-contained. But people will say like the trade-off is you spend a lot more hours there and that's kind of how they reward you for it. And some people are saying, fuck that. I'd rather work from home and get paid more. <laughs> I absolutely get that, yeah. To say that America is collapsing because the office buildings is em- are empty is like, that's why so you would say we're collapsing. Maybe the people being unemployed or people not being able to pay rent. I, you know. It's so funny. I love that. And then just, this being, just being like, just being like, oh, the world is advancing and I'm not comfortable with it. Therefore, this is post greatness. Right. <laughs> and this person, I'm going to assume they're older because in the little side, it says that this person's been an opinion columnist for the Wall Street Journal since 2000. Okay. This right? person's definitely older. Yeah. At right. least like, at least in their 40s. Yeah. Also, like over 20 years of being an opinion journalist, dear God, no. <laughs> and this is where Aiden, do some uh, do some actual reporting. <laughs> Aiden, uh, it's yes. probably evident from listening to this fucking show, but we're both young yeah. adults. We're in our early twenties. So mm-hmm. this next piece, it's for us. She's what's talking to us. She cares. Oh God, my mind. She's, first she's goes, spinning the chair around and like sitting in it like front ways, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like spread out. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. you so you're not going to the office. Yeah, exactly. So my mind first goes to the young people starting out need offices to learn about to learn a profession, to make friends, meet colleagues, find romantic partners. Okay. She, she, it, it, was this right? I I keep saying she is, is she? I live with my girlfriend that I met her in college. So, and granted, I was a remote class would have made that. But like, come on. Oh wait, but the is this written by, do, do we have the name of the person? I don't need the name, but I'm saying like, are they, do we know man, woman? I, I, I mean, obviously, I there's like no pronouns or anything that I can see on like their bio. But judging by the like the picture, like this like cartoony little picture and their name, I'm assuming woman. Okay, because I, I thought it was. And I, I was. I think I was saying she. So, um, so with it. she's kind of telling on herself here with like the friends thing. Like, <laughs> like how are you gonna make friends if you're not in the office? It's like. Ah, uh, we all had friends before we started working. <laughs> yeah, and also, I'll tell you this right now. Like, I mean, Aiden, you work, like, in sort of a hybrid, like, in person. Yeah, with yeah. Remote. You like yeah. your coworkers. I work yeah, remote. Yeah, I like yeah. a lot of my coworkers so far, and I'm, like, way earlier on than you are. But, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily, and, like, granted, yeah, like, I'm sure that, like, if I was in person, like, maybe I would gravitate towards, like, a couple of them, and maybe we, like, get beers together after work, or we go like watch a game together or do like some team outing stuff mm-hmm. like i'm sure yeah. that culture exists but i'm also sure a lot of them are also cool if like we're only nine to five buddies but, and i don't but think th- that this, bothers anyone but this is why it's fine to have options though you know if right, you want to participate in that type of culture you can, you can there's the companies that are making people it. come into the yeah. office that will have that culture yeah, if you want to do like a hybrid thing, that's fine. You can do it. Like it's fine. <laughs> you know, I'm I moved saying, to a like, city where like yeah. I only really like come in with like two close friends, right? Yeah. One of whom is my partner, but like, and I'm fine with that because like I can meet people through the people I know, and 
like you're friendly with your coworkers, but you've also got like your like non-work friends who you hang out with, and like it's not gonna bother you if you're not, you're not gonna get yeah. torn up if like no. you can't hang out with your work people because like you see them every day. Yeah, or interact saw, with them. By, every by day. the way, you said something that like I just have to comment on, and I'm commenting it on as as a fellow straight man. I feel like us saying partner is stolen valor. <laughs> I just say it in general because like I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've like, always, I feel part of me, quickest, part of me whenever I hear partner, I'm like, I don't know, are we allowed to say partner? Well, I do it for a few reasons. First of all, I think like it is technically yeah. like more gender friendly, like it's more like neutral mm-hmm. language, but also like I say that because like I don't know why, but like the terms girlfriend and boyfriend sometimes feel like a bit not childish because they're not childish but like it feels like Mm -hmm. oh like when you tell someone that they're like oh how long have you been dating and like they assume like maybe you've not been together that long or something i i I started saying it you've progressed from boyfriend girlfriend to partner i guess that's or or in north carolina or north carolina it was partner partner (laughs) partner but yeah i mean that's that's a little side point but like yeah i not important i just whatever as two young people my social life but what i want out of my social life what everyone wants out of it is different and that's why aiden you nailed it options but like i've been fine school sucked when every you know what sucked being in college and not being able to go out anywhere once i turned absolutely Absolutely that sucked sucked. but that had nothing to do with like me like i wasn't sad i could like yeah i liked walking around campus and that sucked but i wasn't sad i couldn't see my classmates i was sad that i couldn't go do shit with the people i was already friends with but like that but again this is like the thing about options though too like it's one thing to be like working from home because we were in the middle of like a deadly pandemic we knew nothing about Mm -hmm. and it's another thing to be able to like work from home and then later do something and like go out and enjoy the world right because when you're trapped at home like all day that's like bad that will get to you but if you can work from home like for three days of the week and you're like oh well one day i just want to go to the office i can go to the office like whatever you know and like or it's like oh i work from home today but now i'm gonna go take a walk i'm gonna go to the movies i'm gonna whatever you can do that stuff you have options that's why choices are good like that's why people like the new work world it's flexible Mm -hmm. and the companies that are being rigid are the ones that people are leaving yeah exactly and like this goes first of all i'm gonna just say this right now going on she says the me too movement did a lot of damage to mentoring senior employees no longer want to take the chance whoa (laughs) what (laughs) What? hard pivot in this this. oh my goodness the first is like young people aren't going to learn how to young people are going to be bad at their jobs and have no friends and no love life which, by the way, I don't think people get married to their coworkers that often, right? But it, it happens. It yeah, happens. Like, it's not like a weird thing. It definitely happens. And but I mean, now most, like some people will say there's like HRE issues depending on. I mean, them. like also in, in general, I'm like pretty anti like dating coworkers. Like I wouldn't. Really I think it works if you're like at a big company and you two are like on different departments. Yeah. I, like or you were I, together it, it, before you worked at the company. well yeah that's it like i like again and like people can date co-workers that's fine but it's like i like personally i think i would want like a certain degree of separation you know 
Yeah, and if like, you date a coworker, it's not inherently weird unless it's like no, one of no, those, no, it's like, fine. I'm your it's, boss, it's just like, yeah, and I, no, no, you know, and there, some people might question. It's that. it's 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 not a problem. It's not problematic. Problematic. It's not whatever word like Twitter would like to use to label it. It's fine. You can date a coworker. It's whatever. It's just yeah, personally, it's, as long me, as like, like you didn't oh, do anything shifty to yeah, get that relationship yeah. to like, happen. Me, yeah, like personally, I would have like I'm saying personally, I'd have a hesitancy towards it. You know, just because like that's yeah, but, fine. that's what I don't get is but, like, like people, options. That's fine. Like, yeah, but yeah. also I feel like. Like, that's not the i mean i don't know if there's like a study that would have even bothered to look into that i don't think that's the majority i don't yeah. think most people are meeting people at work to date like to like yeah. the person they end up like together with whether that be like the long-term relationship or like they straight up get married i don't think that's always a co-worker or even often a co-worker. A they lot can of times be it's a not but like I, I'm just there's so many places you can meet people that a lot of the times it's not go to like, a bar go to a yeah. go to a venue go to a game go to a concert yeah. meet your there's friends, plenty of friends, places friends. use a dating app dating apps make it even easier to find people mm-hmm. yeah you know like it, it, and this me too thing comes out of nowhere yeah like, can, we, people, can we circle back to that that seems more important yeah, employees <laughs> aren't mentoring people. like older managers aren't mentoring people because they're scared they're going to get me too if you're scared you're going to get me too you're probably the part you probably are doing some shifty shit right like I've never been scared about being me too. I mean, I'm 23, so I'm not like a manager of anyone, but like, yeah, that's never been I a mean, concern. Cause like, I don't know. I've never been a fucking slime ball. I'm not being a weirdo. Like, it's what? so easy to not be a weirdo. Like the fact that the, that this person's saying just like, you know, manager stopped mentoring because of me too. My manager is a great mentor. So I don't know what that. <laughs> like, I, I just, I just laugh at like the idea of just being like, you know, Oh, I would like hire a woman, but. I'm afraid she's going to think I'm sexually harassing her. It's like, well, why are you afraid of that? <laughs> yeah, I would what hire that, this What does that person. say about you and the way that you treat her? I would me? hire this young like, person, but like, I would be, I wouldn't want to like teach them anything because I, I don't want to harass them. And it's like, don't harass okay. them. It's simple. What does that say about you and the way that you interact with others, right? You know what like, I think about it's like a yeah, I think think about this as like a parallel, right? Like to use like a sports situation. You know how like teams will like draft like a quarterback to learn from the vet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. vets will usually not mentor because they're like, no, I have to focus on being the guy for the team. I have to lead a team. So yeah. I can't just dedicate my time to mentoring. But what if instead they were like, oh, I don't want to sexually <laughs> I don't want to get me tooed <laughs> by the second string quarterback. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Such dumb logic. Like I can't like so as someone with seniority, I cannot interact with this young person or this person beneath me in terms of like a work hierarchy or titles because oh I don't yeah. want to get me to that. You're right. It says a lot about you. Why are you that's, worried about that? That's so dark. Like that's such a dark dynamic. If that's if the kind of America, that mentality if, if, that you can't teach people because yeah. you're a freak. If that's real, like if that's something that she's seen happen, like in the workforce, that's dark. That's like, the I, that's what needs that's an bad. op-ed. That needs yeah. an op-ed, not this. Yeah, Peggy, Peggy, can we start, can we focus on this? Like, why did why did you mention this in past? Like, like it's no big deal. Oh my goodness, that's crazy, man. Th- thanks also, for bringing my attention to that part of it. I'm not, I have yeah, no idea absurd. about absurd. And like the next paragraph goes on to complain more about like, you're not a part of this like burbling ecosystem with relationships and you can't escape your home life. I can. It's called walking the fuck outside. I can. <laughs> it's called touching grass, Peggy. It's, Peggy it's very simple. Gra- 
It's very simple. Peggy right? might be in New York. I don't know how much grass is in New York City, but That's like Central fine. Park. Plenty of grass in Central Park. Oh but my like, god. It's no, like, that's bro, great. like like I like I work remember right for my lunches. Sometimes I'll just like eat lunch at the apartment and like I enjoy just like, kicking back and watching some YouTube videos that I've been meaning to catch up on mm-hmm. or like a, a show that I've been watching. Sometimes I'll go to the gym. Sometimes I'll just go outside for a bit. Sometimes I'll go get lunch with Elisa. Like that's just lunch, by the way. Like, and then it's after yeah. work. Like, like I'm legitimately I'm going out tonight. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, wait, just Peggy, open the door, man. <laughs> also, she's a writer, right? Like, I mean, like, Grant, yes, probably like interviewing and interacting with people, but like, writing, you can write this shit anywhere. Write it in a library, write it in like a pretty cafe, a local spot. Like, you can literally mm-hmm. work. There's people who will work remote from different places. Like, no, but, but Vasant, I can't do that. I'll betray the office space and the office culture if I write the in the sad, cafe. empty cubicles and the, mm-hmm. the cheap office chairs. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that's so funny. And then like, there's. I, can, can I can I say this? You, you do bring up a good point, though. She's saying this as like the person in like one of the most flexible possible jobs. Like before the working. pandemic, a job that did not necessarily require you be in an office. Yeah. Like if if you were to, like if you were required to be in an office all the time to be an op-ed writer, I just like seriously question why. Like why did you have to do that? And also, how are you a professional op-ed writer? That doesn't seem like a real job. That should be, well, a, that should be a journalist on top of being an op-ed writer. I'll have to. She's got to have a lot of opinion columnists. Are like they write books. They're like a lot of them now are podcasters. Mm-hmm. This has the same energy. I don't know if you saw. You know, you know Malcolm Gladwell, right? Yeah, yeah. He was bitching about remote work, and everyone was like, "Dog, you literally your yeah. Instagram is just remote work. You're just in random locations, and you write about <laughs> shit." It's like, dude, shut up. <laughs> you are rich and can do yeah. all sorts of shut. Anyway, it goes on to say, like, there'll be a decline in professionalism. Not true, by the way. Like, I'm not going to go talk to my CEO and be like dicking around. Now, if the CEO is like chill like that and has like that relationship with you, then whatever. Yeah. But, like, I, that's not I, true. You know, I, I, yeah, I, Peggy misses the old days where the guys used to get together with the CEO and do me too of all offenses towards the female co-workers <laughs> parent like, like i i don't understand like what the per- like what's the professionalism that you're missing the fact that they used to mentor people but also sexually is harass them like, I, about, like stiff, but they did it old, in suits is that why like, it's okay yeah, like, like stiff old rigid professionalism that stuff's yeah. lame that's why that stuff doesn't exist that much anymore like I, like speaking from my work experience i i really mm-hmm. like my manager and the people i work with and we're professional like when we're having meetings and discussions about technical or irrelevant topics we're talking about those yeah but we also joke around a little bit and like just ask each other about our days and talk about random stuff because guess what we're people and people aren't always wired to like you know what i mean like this what lack of professionalism and then like she goes on to say like you know you learn things in the hall from the old veteran you understand she's watching your progress and you want to come through with your excellence without her down the hall who will you be excellent for once again using my experience I want to I want to be successful for me but also like when your manager is like a good person or your boss is like like a person who seems to care about you and try and mentor you and they clearly want you to be successful you will want to be successful because they've put effort for you also, I can speak like, to that with my experience I assume you can too consider you've been moving yeah. up the ranks like no one's business thank you I appreciate that <laughs> you 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 almost by the way with that compliment you almost made up for not saying that um you're happy I was feeling better. Almost. You're on your way. 
Uh, that I messed up the <laughs> intro last time. We're yeah, really no, there, there's a lot of beef. There's a lot of beef on the on the stove right well, now. Well, good thing this us, podcast is a Zoom cast, so Aiden can <laughs> like I don't know, go beat me up in the janitor's closet at work. Well, I know you're going out tonight, and I bet I know which bar too. So, and I'm not gonna say which bar because <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to reveal that information online. But I'm sure I know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna find you, and I will beat you there. Well, I'd love okay? it if you came through. <laughs> I, I'm I, yeah, I'm gonna text the name. Hang on, I'm gonna text the name right now. Aiden's gonna DDoS me to me. I'm gonna text the name of the bar, and I think I know what it is. Oh man! Tell me if I'm oh. right. Did you send it? I just sent it. Tell me if I'm right. Let I sent it in the. I sent it in, in to, over Twitter. I could send on Zoom chat. That would made more sense. Oh but, yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna beat you tonight. Okay, it's over for you. <laughs> a flop era. I'm done. Yeah. But like, what is she talking about, Aiden? Like, you have yeah. a boss and a manager. You like, mm-hmm. I, from what I understand, you like them. So isn't that gonna motivate yeah. you to work hard? Like, you like the people you work for. Yeah, I mean, like, outside of just like the motivation of getting a good paycheck at the end of the day, which is like the major thing. Um, it's it's mostly like yeah like I'm in a company with like a good culture and like good people like and that helps that helps out when you feel like I don't know like when people recognize the fact that you are doing good work it does help go a long way you know like if my boss was just like a jerk and was just like even like when you're working really hard and you were doing things right was just like ah you're you know stupid you're not doing this what I like then it would be you know then there's an issue like and i can understand that that's demotivating but i'm, I'm not in that type of work environment so exactly it's, it's good it's yeah it's fine <laughs> and i'm gonna go ahead and sum up these points so we can wrap this up but she mm-hmm. references ceo quotes from like first of all way to really appeal to the working class by talking to the suits who like they work for yeah uh, some dude from jp morgan says he wants people back in the office and that people can't lead uh like people with ambition cannot lead from like you know a virtual setting not true not true uh, not true like speaking once again probably from our experience i'm sure a lot of you have just look and, and there's people who have shit who work for shitty people and working virtually doesn't prevent that shittiness from yeah people. i get that and like there's that's once again this goes back to options we're not i'm not going to shame anyone who likes going into the office what I will yeah, I, change like, is, again, I, I work mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I work mostly in the office. I, I'm like 10 minutes away from my office. I like the people and I go there pretty frequently. I like, I, I make that option. I have the choice to, but I could also easily take a few days and work from home if I wanted to and no one would care. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, That's the point, right? Like, it's yeah. the issue is when you think that your way is the only way and that the other way is like going to just result in the degradation of society. What it won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, say then they say really the, found, like, the soft basically like the founding fathers would never stand for this <laughs> the founding fathers would be dead if they existed it, 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 at, like at length made the joke how ben franklin would just find only fans and be gone from this earth yeah absolutely in, like five absolutely. minutes uh, and then on the article this sounds really soapboxy i mean this whole thing is a soapbox pro and we're pro ambition in this faith god gave you gifts bring them fruitfully into the work and make things better then again maybe this age, maybe this age is making people ambitious for different things i've only look i'm onboarding basically but i've been doing a pretty fucking good job at my job and i don't think me being remote has prevented me from god, being a good employee god, god's plan for me was always to work at raytheon in person <laughs> and create 
create airstrike drones that God's kill plan brown children. For me yeah. to be me too'd by my manager. <laughs> <laughs> according to Peggy, I mean, according to Peggy, God's you're ambitious. Plan. You go to work, and then your manager, who's scared of getting me too, will mentor you. <laughs> That's so good. Just being like, you know, but God like wants God wants you to work at Raytheon. <laughs> like, <laughs> God wants me at the office. Look, I, I realize I work within big pharma glass houses. I get it, but also I'm just saying, like, God wants me to be in that Amazon warehouse for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Absolutely. That that is God's plan for me. And then 100%. this is the part that I think you can really speak to because you're like we both watch TV and media, but like I think you're much yeah. more of a media uh, savant than I am. But like she says that most, I got my finger on the pulse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so. <laughs> the first is that Yeah, like, I'm kind of tapped in like that. Tapped in, tapped in. Yeah. Lock in, lock in. Uh yeah. she says that the office. Yeah, you know, I'm built different like that. Okay, you can stop. <laughs> <laughs> don't, Sorry, don't make but... me send you to rape you Sorry. Oh, don't do it, man. <laughs> Yeah, oh, sorry, you were saying I won't interrupt you this time. I promise. She said that the, uh, the one office... more thing. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I was waiting. Yeah. She said that the office yeah. is where America happened each day. Sorry, wait. Can I actually? This isn't a bit. Can you repeat that? You the office off. is where America happened each day. That's why we have so many TV shows about the office. The oh, Mary no. Tyler, the Mary Tyler Moore show. That sounds old. So she's definitely it old. Is old. It is old. Uh, Mad Men, ER, Thirty Rock, Parks and Rec, Mash, The Office, and then she says, "This is the line that people were bullying on Twitter. Without Dundler Mifflin, how would Jim have met Pam?" No. <laughs> Oh no no! Oh, you, you did it, I I knew it. I knew it. I knew that was you the line. Yourself, the that had people shitting on it. I knew she could not help herself. It was all gonna come back to Dunder Mifflin in the end. God. Oh man. Oh, she sucks. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, respond, Aiden. Oh, I think I just did. <laughs> like. <laughs> This goes back to our thing. You can meet your 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 beloved one at the mm-hmm. office. You could also Good. meet them anywhere else. And the rest of this article is just worrying about like, you know, like pe- look. There is a valid point here about self segregating and how people can self isolate because the world is a lot more remote. That is a va- that is a very that's perfectly thing. fine point. Perfectly fine point. And if she wrote an opinion piece on self isolation and that was the focus, I think more people would be like, well, I can see, I get what you're getting at here, but yeah. like. To say that the the emptiness of an office represents the decline of American culture, that the office... Yes, I agree that we used to glamorize office life, but do you ever think about why that was? Do you ever think why CEOs liked that sort of narrative? It's like, because it sucked and they tried to convince you it didn't. <laughs> exactly. And, like, yeah, like, I'm well aware of, like, probably, like, like I've seen, like, I've seen older media. I've seen, like, the way, like, office life can be glamorized, the like, people, the suits, the money... But here's the thing, right? And she talks about like cities being dead and she's hopes to see the cities to be bustling with life again. I live in Philly now. I can go outside. It's bustling. It's, it's plenty bustling in there. If yeah. you go outside during the evening at any point in time, people are out there having fun. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what she's talking about. I legitimately have no clue what this woman is talking about. Well, she probably lives in like a corporation town, you know? Like... <laughs> Like, like the one section of Manhattan that's dead, 
like that it's because it was like i mean basically wall street he's on the wall street journal why not you know that like it's, it's like oh they're doing they're doing those article like it's yeah. white knighting for people that did not ask her to. oh absolutely. young people are fine yeah yeah when it comes the to all, their right? yeah. the ones who are working are probably fine the issues that are affecting people period are like not being able to afford things and i don't think the remote work in america issue is exactly the problem here the yeah, empty I mean, office buildings don't bother me when those buildings could be that space could be used for a myriad of other things it doesn't bother me that they're empty yeah i mean the biggest issue with america right now is the fact that like we're letting teenagers on tiktok dictate how people like do public discourse that's a joke but also teenagers do need to log off sometimes i mean you're talking about the, very, the 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 history museum tiktok that says white people can't be non-binary yes i know that's incredible that that's such a good one um oh, wow anyway uh we uh the zoom gods have, I, I, they told us we're going too hard on peggy so they, they said we yeah. needed to we needed to shut up so yeah i think uh, the song I, I was gonna say doing an op-ed was like a lot of fun and i enjoyed this a lot so i think maybe we save the other op-ed for next week and we go into our next topic oh you want to save this one really let well, it marinate huh? yeah i mean like I, like I, I, it would be fun to jump right into another op-ed, but I also really want to talk about what happens. The, the, uh, oh yeah, our next topic. You don't want to blow the lead. Yeah, you know, I agree. Yeah, so it's like, and should... like, I, and I'm just looking at like the time, and like, I just think like we don't have time for both. And like, no, I agree. That's yeah. fair. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean for this to go on for so long. Oh no, no, it's was... fine. I Peggy got me heated, man. Like Peggy really, I, I, the me too thing really took you out. What did it hit? Like that was it's a it, yeah. But but again, I I I feel like this was a very strong segment though. So like, it was very cathartic. Worry. Yeah, I thought this was a really this good. Woman who can't hear yeah. us. I just want to say, like, just to reiterate, I legitimately want to read that entire paragraph. It's not long. It's like a two sentence. Mm-hmm. It's like the way it, yeah. I say paragraph because it's the way it's separated. No, go for it. It literally goes like this: My mind goes first to the young people starting out need offices to learn a profession, to make friends, meet colleagues, find romantic partners, and mates. The hashtag Me Too movement did a lot to damage mentoring. Senior employees no longer wanted to take the chance, but the end of office life would pretty much do away with it. There's nothing to set you up for that. Nothing. It just shows up. Sort of like a, sort of like someone who would be worried about being Me Too. It just shows up and does what it wants without asking you anything. Oh, man. <laughs> There's no setup. There's literally no setup. It just shows what? up when you're reading. That's so crazy. Oh my god. Like and again, the fact that he just like zoomed past it, you know? He was like, nope. Yeah, and that's like, the that's, only time like that's all I'm gonna up. say about it. Yeah. Yeah, and like this article uh it uses it, it parodies the uh this uh, have you seen like there's like that old classic painting of the guy sitting in the cafe by himself on the street corner? Yes, yes. I think I know you're talking yeah, about Yeah, this article's picture is like a, a like sort of a parody of it where it's a guy sitting at a cubicle and it's just him and like two other people are it's like him and the janitor you, you guys know cubicles sucked right they were yeah, no one likes those even no when one off, like, likes, yeah offices have been open concept for the most part i mean like i look, i understand there there are people that actually do like cubicles but like they were very bad for people too though they felt very isolated either way like it's if you're afraid of self-isolation, they're literally just doing a cubicle at home. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, and one that's less weak because their children and their dog are there. Like, come on. Yeah, so I just find that funny. 
Look, very her funny points about segregation, dis- being disembodied. And there's even an interesting point about like the development of social skills and social interaction. Those are mm. much more interesting points, but the I you really lose the audience when you open with the the empty office building and like you're playing your little violin for it. I think that is like a genuine problem, like the development of social skills, maybe within like this online culture, because I think that wow, I feel very lame for saying online culture, but okay. Um I do feel like if you have kids that are very much used to just like interacting with people through a screen, it's a lot different when you do it in person, but like that's a larger problem that isn't just going to be solved at the workplace. Like that, that is something that more, it's just because like people interact, like it's a generation of gamers, you know, they all have friends on discord and stuff. That's fine. That's great. But also like it, it's a completely different dynamic from doing something online and on a screen with someone than also just seeing them in person. So like exactly. it's it, it just feels a very social to an extent. That's what I'd say. It, yeah. And yeah. it just it, it's an article, it's a piece that has like some interesting ideas, but I think ultimately just exists. Mm-hmm. Um it just ex- it's coming from a place that's not good. You're not connecting with many people. They, no. There are people you'll connect with, but they're a part of, they're the people who are not willing to accept the new workplace ecosystem and the fact there's choice now. There's yeah. Flexibility. I mean, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's this, this is a rough read. If anyone is interested in reading this, go for it. Uh, do not, I, I feel bad for anyone who pays money to the Wall Street Journal because that part of your subscription pays for this. You pay for this. Yeah, this article that compared that pulled the B two movement. No reason. <laughs> to talk about you know, managers, not managing yeah. anymore. Yeah, Vasant. After this, like after this article, I really feel like I could use a vacation. You want to go to Mar-a-Lago? Huh, let's go. I heard there's a lot going on over there. It's a popping place. Even the FBI I, wants I, to hang out. I imagine the prices are low right now. <laughs> oh yeah buy, buy now on mar-a-lago now you can get some good actually no we, uh, well okay we'll we'll save this for the second because we got john paul so it's yeah okay. so there you go nice setup yeah masterfully done master master you master. should be an opinion writer oh don't you 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 insult <laughs> me again <laughs> oh my god i was just saying you have, a way with wor- you have a way with words man this guy maybe is brutal wrote, today. Maybe if you wrote that article, I'd be at the front doors of Raytheon telling them to let me in. <laughs> oh my god. I, I I've never been so insulted. Episode over. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. See y'all in a sec. See y'all in a sec. Yeah, so me and Aiden, uh, we told you we gave you some nice buying advice, not from a professional, right? That's that's how they get that's how they get away with these scams, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to buy high, uh, buy now on Mar-a-Lago because it's cheap. Me and Aiden already got our bags packed. But before we go, uh, I think we should talk about what's been going on there, right? Absolutely. I mean, I want to find, like, is I'm there, trying to find, there, like, an article how, that's just... There's got to be an article that documents it because it's an absurdly funny timeline of events. Yeah. That You could argue the real culmination of all of this is... Uh, What's what's her name? Uh, Marjorie uh, Taylor Green uh, releasing to fund FBI merch. Yeah, I mean it's just it's not just her though. Everyone's losing their mind. It's crazy, and I, I I mean that in the sense that like they like 
the intelligence agencies in the United States historically have been used to push like conservative agendas and also like topple foreign governments for the longest time. So it's to- now they're toppling our, well, they're in a way, I guess, toppling our own government and people just don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Rasan, let me kind of like run you through like what happened here. I'm going to do as Let's quick do as it, possible. Baby. I've got, I've got, a, this, I've got this a beautiful roller coaster. Yeah. I've got an article from the failing New York Times to uh, guess wrong. The here. failing New York Times. <laughs> Sorry, I'm back in my bag now that we're talking about the boy again on this podcast. Like, yeah, Peggy set Aiden up for this too. Yeah, but we're talking. We're talking about like okay, like th- we've said this before. We kind like we miss how easy it was to get content for this podcast back. And it's back. The factory's pumping it out again. And and when he wins in 2024, (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, I'm not kidding in the fact that like, I'd say like, oh, you'll never win. I don't know. I I don't know. Um, I'm not going to be the one that says he can or can't win, but I'm just saying like, I'm not going to bet on it yet. Um, So January 19th, the day before Trump leaves office, he sends a letter to, David S. Ferrario, uh, the archivist of the United States, naming seven senior officials as his representative to handle all future requests for presidential records. Okay. One of those is Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, several lawyers, including Pat A. Cipollone and Patrick F. Filpin. Okay. Okay. So basically, they're going to handle any like record keeping and things like that, uh, just for any requests, basically. So that's really mm-hmm. all I really know about that. But um, yeah, so at the end of the administration, um, Trump leaves on the morning of January 20th, just before Biden gets inaugurated. Um, The accounts of the former president's departure are described as highly disorganized with slapdash packing, especially as aides had spent the weeks before focusing on contesting the results of the 2020 election and preparing for Trump's defense in the second impeachment trial that was held in February. So typically in the weeks after, in the months even, after someone lost the election, they would wind up spending that time transitioning things over. And that's kind of right, like how you wind up with this peaceful and easy transfer of power we see in the nation. Yeah, that's why like the election is kind of what it is, right? They're, those mm-hmm. months are dedicated to getting everything ready. So like someone exactly. comes in and it's like, boom, we just pick up where we were. So, it's, 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 it's unreasonable to basically say like while they're all campaigning and doing everything to also be like just in case you lose have everything ready and like yeah yeah so it, it makes sense why there's like a gap so it, it is yeah it is so it seems like a really like that that time is meant for something right? yeah so it rather be like you know a president served all eight years and like they did their term limit and they're handing over power. like obama pretty much probably had like a full year you know because he was like oh i'm gonna be gone anyway so get everything together trump because he was spending a lot of his resources on contesting the election did not spend as much resources on um like on the transition itself yeah because like i said sloppy kind of a mess yeah so it was later revealed in uh january 2020 so like a whole year later for going forward that the National Archives had succeeded in retrieving 15 boxes of materials taken from the White House at the end of Trump's term and stored at Mar-a-Lago. Mr. Trump, as he's called in this article, that I was just reading from directly, private club and residence in Palm Beach, Florida. So they uh, negotiated with Trump's lawyers to get the materials returned, basically. But like, 
um, because of, like the slapdash effort that they had, these basically were like brought there by mistake. I would say it doesn't seem like they were like intentionally there, mm-hmm. um, or like they didn't realize they had to hand them over. But they hand them over. They're like, okay, we're good, whatever. Um, but what winds up happening after they receive the boxes? The National Archives discovers what appeared to be classified information within the documents Trump had held onto and flag the instance of the Department of Justice for guidance. So pretty much what winds up happening is you now have a man who is like essentially just like a citizen, right? Yeah, he's like, he's like, I mean, like, look, obviously, like former presidents yeah. are never truly just back to being one of the people, you know. But in the eyes of the law, you are in the a eyes citizen. of the law, they're regular people. I mean, and also like what like let's be real, like when you go back to being non-president, like I think what you I think this you still get like security stuff and all that, but and you have yeah. like a nice pension and all that other shit, but yeah, you don't have it. You can't just like have this stuff. Yeah, no, you, you don't have access to the same things that you previously did. So no, they, you lose that like, stuff. You yeah. go back, like for, we'll say for all intents and purposes, you're a regular civilian again. Mm-hmm. You're not a yeah. position of power. So you shouldn't be having all this stuff on hand. Exactly. Yeah. So the agency then later on February 18th publicly confirms that it found documents marked as containing classified national security information. So that is bad. Like That is like, and I'm not even saying that Trump purposely did this or anything, but that is bad. That's a bad one. Like it could have been that just like between like throwing everything into boxes, they accidentally did this. Which let's be honest, he seems like a sloppy individual. So like, I don't think, I think that would be like a fit. Like you could get away with it a little bit, mm-hmm. but but they but to also invest. not really. Like it's, yeah, you have to. No, it, it is concerning. I'm not saying like oh he yeah. I I do like you know my my the biggest Trump supporter I know, Sant Ram Das, uh, <laughs> coming in here, being like you know hey, who hasn't accidentally taken classified information out of the White House with them? <laughs> Which honestly, Vasant, you're right. <laughs> based okay anyway. kind of based honestly um so this carries on so representative caroline b maloney or carolyn maybe and caroline um she is like the chairwoman of the house committee on oversight and reform and she basically said that she believes that trump may violate law through his intentional efforts she believes intentional efforts to remove and destroy records that belong to the american people so that is so so essentially is at, at with this with this stuff right like is the yeah. argument essentially is, is is it a matter of intent at this point or like did you... it, yes i think so like because like if a random civilian does have just like classified information from the government, they probably would just go after them and like arrest them immediately and get that's them. That's it. They're done. I mean, there's not but really... when you're dealing with a former president of the United States, especially one that things are so messy with to begin with, he's just a messy guy. Man. Like it. it's, it's, you have, I think you have to kind of be clear on the intent before you do anything about like going for like a criminal investigation. Because it's really, it's legitimately not that unbelievable that Homeboy was just throwing shit. Also, it, it looks so bad if you're in an administration and you're investigating your prior administration, especially yeah, if it's they not were in the opposite party. Like that is a really bad look. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, he looks, yeah. he, I mean, if, if it was possible for him to look any worse, he looks worse. 
Yeah. So next month, uh, it really it seems like that it's like suggested that the FBI is doing a criminal investigation. So I'm just going to keep going from there. Um, so in May, uh, there was there was a subpoena issued to the National Archives to obtain classified documents found within the boxes recovered. Um, these steps uh, confirmed that the Justice Department had begun a grand jury investigation into whether Trump had mishandled the sensitive documents and that its investigative efforts were picking up steam. And uh, pretty much there was some agents that also came by and visited during this time, like visit Mar-a-Lago to see- So like the, the gears had started turning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like they didn't do a raid like they would later do, uh, but they were pretty much being like, uh, okay, we're gonna take a look at this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're looking. I, I think for you to get to a raid, you like, like I said, this is getting handled differently because it's a former administration, former yeah. president. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Are they kind of like it's it's we're setting we're setting we're building up to like a yeah. Plot raid. And now nothing happens for a little bit. This was back in May when they visited, and then yeah, August twenty twenty two. Quiet for a little bit. This whole yeah. August twenty twenty two, Monday, FBI agents descend on Mister Trump's home. Breaking Descent. open, this is when things get real epic. <laughs> Breaking open a safe as they conducted the search in what seemed to be the latest attempt to obtain information related to his handling of classified materials. Uh, in an interview on Real America's Voice on Tuesday, Christina Bob, great name, an attorney for Trump, appeared to confirm that agents were looking for presidential records, some of which may have contained classified information. So that is the context for what has happened. Basically, they're like, homeboy, you cannot be holding on to this shit anymore. You are not the yeah. president. I know you keep convincing yourself that you are, but you are not, and we need this stuff back. I mean, like, yeah. and th this is where things get, like, kind of, like, intent kind of becomes important here. Um, I mean, not really even, because you're just holding on to classified materials. It's, like, probably illegal in some I'm not a lawyer. I can't tell you. Like, it seems pretty not, illegal. And it I mean, seems the reason I think me. it's so sus is because, like, his whole narrative on his way out was that, like, he should still be in office. So it... These behaviors that's what makes it more sucks, yes. Are representative of someone who believes they should still be in charge, mm -hmm. holding on to yeah. stuff they're not supposed to have anymore. Which I mean, like that. Oh man, you just said it right there, holding on to stuff they like they don't have anymore. Like that was the whole period between November and January for him. Yeah, it was copium. God, like this, like it's it's so like on, like this is so on the nose. Like if like it, I wouldn't call it subtle. Like I would call it like hilariously unsubtle if this was like all like. Uh, say like a play right i'd be like oh well, that was just like a ridiculous uh, yeah, it's like the mo the message here the symbolism yeah. is so like, over oh i get no, this okay is, like this is real yeah. life no one's i mean conspiracy theories we're not gonna but i'm not entertaining that this is not scripted so like <laughs> yeah what what is so like that like it, it is amazing seeing like the reaction to this because like I understand like when i follow that timeline of events that was listed out by the failing new york times very well for me Mm -hmm. um it makes sense why they have to do a raid because oh, yeah, uh, and i'll say it too i you know i you know i've i've shown you before my boy uh bruce rivers the criminal defense lawyer right on youtube <laughs> you know my boy um yeah, i know who he did I a video that guy yeah. exactly yeah he did a video talking about he's like yeah the reason you do a raid is because you don't go like hey we're the fbi we're gonna be over in like two hours to give you time to like destroy any materials right, but behind yeah. <laughs> like, you just show yeah. up you, they show up and they grab things that's the job they have the warrants for it and they're allowed to do it um yeah it like is they would be so... functionally kind of useless if they had to 
yeah. like alert you to their presence every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like it, the, it's where the whole like FBI open up comes from. Like they just yeah, show the, up. And, like it's like well, that's why it was really thing. problematic when like people they, were like swatting. Which is not that like, but like people streamers really swatted because they'll just show up. I mean, they're not and gonna... I, I I don't mean to say this about feds because it's kind of lame, but real G's move in silence like lasagna. That's like what it is. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got a point. It's very it lame be, to say it, it about it, feds, but like, come on. <laughs> the thought is so funny to me of like the feds having to like call in advance. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Trump. <laughs> We're going to stop so we by have, in a few hours. Yeah, just to give you time to get the place ready. Uh, if you leave out some hors d'oeuvres, that'd be great. <laughs> some McDonald's. So, yeah, so what what winds up being really funny here, though, is, like, not only the act of, like, the fact that you read, like, Mar-a-Lago has been raided. Like, Mar-a-Lago has fallen. Incredible, oh, right? Mar-a-Lago has fallen. Amazing. Real Olympus. Yeah, yeah I, I I love that. That's incredible. But what is incredible too is just to see the immediate reaction of people, where defund well, the I, FBI. Yeah, I mean, on one side, I'm gonna say this to like I'm gonna say this to the left right now. I do not think Donald Trump is going to prison. I do not see a world where Donald Trump winds up. They've been prison. trying to. We've been trying to get him in prison for a minute, and it really ain't been working. Which <laughs> well, is you see wild. That? Well, that you see that the radical left just admitted on this podcast. <laughs> radical look like come on bro. like it feels lift. like every time they talk about getting him in prison he never ends up in prison so like i've just stopped exactly him. but this never, I just he's not point going out, i just want to point out my compatriots this man just said compatriots. um this, compatriots this man just said um we when he said that oh my god trying to get i probably have the spokesperson for the radical left you are you are you are the radical left you are antifa you are um <laughs> God, what else was there? What else would he say? Man, he was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> what a run, man. What a run. You are fake news. You are Antifa. Uh, you are you are liars. Has he spoke about any of this? Or is he just I think letting his representation do it? Probably he's, safer, prob- he's guess, probably put something like a- on. He's probably put something on truth media. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I mean like I mean like look, it's a pretty I mean it's a really bad look. I mean he's done so many things oh, that are a bad look, but yeah. like this. Like, this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, shut the fuck up for once in your life and let your representation handle the talking. Yeah, exactly. So I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if he's been quiet because, like, they probably told him to not say anything because literally, but he, he but could... come on, you know, this man, like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna not say something. So I'm finding it. He's been pretty depressed lately <laughs> for him. Like, yeah. the reports of him wandering around. Oh no, that's that's just a guy living his life. He's just getting he's getting lit and brought, walking around Mar-a-Lago. No, I'm not trying to like, I don't want I don't I don't feel bad for the guy. I'm just saying like I feel like he's I feel like the same juice isn't it's not there. Oh no, I agree the juice is gone, let me tell you. Okay. The juice is not loose, it's gone. No, the juice is gone. Do you have a truth media account? Is that what you're No, I don't. I'm trying to find like I'm surprised that platform's still alive. I'm not. That's it's for fellow patriots. Come on. I didn't trust the IT developers of the fellow. I didn't trust the IT of the fellow it's, patriots. It's, it's fellow. My fellow patriots are all over truth media, spreading the truth and not falling to your radical leftism like you are. Okay. So I just want you to understand, Hassan. 
that I see what you're doing. I see how you're trying to brainwash me into the Patriots, but it's not. Did you happen. find? Did you find? Did you find a post? I'm trying to find statements. <laughs> this article. Statement. This article literally said Trump put out a 340 word statement. I'm like, cool. Can I see it? And it's like, no. <laughs> you have to venture to Truth Media. Yeah. Like, and I don't have a Truth Media account because I, you know, I know that the uh, CIA and FBI is going to be tracking me on it. So. Oh, I got it. I got it. Thank you, New no, York read. Magazine. Failing. No, New read York all three hundred forty words. But like, is there anything interesting? If I feel like it's probably uh, let's gonna be. See. Oh, oh yeah, there's good stuff here. There's um, stuff. let me just start out here. These are dark times for our nation. Well, actually, wait. <laughs> That's a sorry. very classic way for him to open. Save. Sorry. So this is uh with the letter heading "Save America," President Donald J. Trump. Um, he still calls statement. himself president. Yes. <laughs> Statement by, I mean, like, I he's think committed, all, I, I guess. I think they all do. I think they also call himself president. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. Okay. I, I'm not going to do the Trump voice because it's hacky it's hack and everything. So I'm just going to read it. You're not Alex or Alec Baldwin. So. And thank God I'm not because I don't have the death of another person on my conscience. Okay. <laughs> These are dark times for our nation. As my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege, raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents, nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. I wonder why. <laughs> uh, he says yeah. that he was working with government agencies, unannounced raid, unnecessary and inappropriate. Um, Aren't raids but, unannounced by nature? Yes. <laughs> But I've never heard of an announced this, raid. This before. is how you get the people going, though. You throw words like unannounced that don't actually mean anything, but they really get because going. All you have to do is be like, well, what's the opposite of an unannounced raid? An announced raid where they call you and say, we're coming to raid you? <laughs> so many drug busts in the past have happened because the, the, um, <laughs> they, gave, they gave dealers a nice 12 hour warning. Like, hey, we're going to stop by tomorrow. Spoiler, the end of Breaking Bad is Walter White <laughs> calling the DEA and saying, or the DEA calling and saying, hey, we're coming over. And Walter being like, okay, all right. Well, like, I guess I don't have to watch Breaking Bad. Yeah, there you go. You, know that ends that you still way. have until 2025 anyway. <laughs> yeah. Now <laughs> I know that that's how it ends. Like, you know, Walter White complying with the law. <laughs> um, and so the weaponization of the justice system an attack by the radical left Democrats who desperately nice don't want me to run for president. Nice, nice word. Nice, really, I, that's a really powerful word. Don't want me to run for president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. This is one of like the craziest lines I've seen just from this thing. Such an assault could only take place in broken third world countries. Oh, so we're doing that now? That one, I was just like, what? That, that's incredible. That's incredible. The man knows how to write a statement. Like, let's give that. He knows how to get his base going. I mean, he's yeah. mastered that. Yeah. Um, you know what's America, the, big, yeah, the sorry. beginning part of the letter, right? With like the monologue mm -hmm. who's under siege by. Under siege. These, yes. it, it sounds like the premise for a Fire Emblem game, like Garrick Mock is being attacked. Mock has fallen. I hope you realize that I think I just got my like I got my big break as a screenwriter here, um, which is now just my dream as of two seconds ago. Um, it's just going to be a movie called The Siege of Margalago, 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 Margalago. 
yeah, where it's so. it's it's not even about Trump or anything about this, and that's just how I bait people into it. It's just about like a siege that happens at Trump's resort. <laughs> this is an unrelated, <laughs> an, an unrelated, it's completely plane. unrelated. So yeah, so yeah, and then Trump just kind of shows up at the end and goes like, "Oh, what I miss." <laughs> I've been, I've been here before. Um, you know, so referencing the third world country, sadly, America has now become one of those countries. <laughs> Amazing. Like Trump is literally like doing like the tweets I would see like back in like 2020 where people are like, America's a third world country with Wi-Fi. Like it's like not true. Not true. <laughs> Just not true. Also, they've stopped using they've like the I don't know where those the first second the, the world terms came from, but I'm pretty sure those are they're trying to phase those out. Anyway, because developing nation, of, I think, is the term that's more of you seen. Yeah, now. because it's yeah. a little because it's kind of they feel like you're just putting countries. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if you're if you're just designating them into worlds, that's very permanent sounding. <laughs> like you yeah, can't get so, any better. Yeah, you're just, you're just third world, man. Yeah, sorry, man. You're you're stuck. It's like um, the houses in that one in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Mm-hmm, the, yeah. The yeah. red one. Slither. I don't remember what that I think yeah. I, I didn't watch many, much GX, but I know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, Trump continues after comparing us to the shattered countries of the world. Yeah, he, it's, speaking of Yu-Gi-Oh, it's funny you said America's in the shadow realm. <laughs> I'm kidding, that's not that's not in there. That's not. That would be, I would have lost. That, that would that would have actually have been epic. Based. <laughs> um, yeah, so America's now become one of those countries corrupt at a level not be seen before. They even broke into my safe. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. As if that was the line they couldn't cross. They're already raided my house, but breaking into my safe—that's so—that's such a killer line right there. Oh my god, he's they on even fire in broke this into my Look, safe. Masanth, I'm going to retract what you said about the passion not being there anymore. This guy—he's like—I think the juice might be there. The, the juice is back. Like I don't know if he—I think this is really fire. It's like little fire under him here. The juice this is, is here. vintage Trump. Yeah, this is really good. Um. What's the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democrat National Committee? Here, in reverse, is he defending that, Nixon? No, no, no. He's saying he's saying Nixon did a bad thing. That that's what that means. But like, Nixon used intelligence. Is he suggesting to do a Joe bad thing. Biden is sending these people after him? Yes. Okay. So he says here, in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the forty-fifth president of the United States. Those aren't the same thing. <laughs> I, I I mean I think it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so epic oh my god i love this um i'm just gonna keep reading like there's like i i just gotta keep going this man's cooking right now i'm sorry like I, <laughs> he's cooking what i'm, I'm sorry cooking? i'm sorry if this takes us off but like like i'm sorry if this is running long but he's cooking like i, I can't what was stop. he cooking what was yeah, he cooking? What, what was he cooking <laughs> the political persecution of president donald j trump has been going on for years with the now fully debunked Russia, Russia, Russia scam. That's awesome. Three Russias. Three Russias. Impeachment it's like Beetlejuice. Putin yeah. just appears Russia. in your mirror. Yeah, Putin just pops in. Um, impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two. Impeachment hoax number two is a really funny one, too, because that was, there was a, <laughs> there was a siege on the Capitol, and I helped <laughs> cause it. Impeachment hoax number two. They tried to behead Mike Pence. Yeah, that, that's incredible. They tried to behead my vice president. <laughs> what the sucks. That's because of me. They tried to behead my vice president. Like it's like first one's like okay, quid pro quo. Like whatever. It depends how you see it. I get it. Whatever. I like it. It's it. It was weird. It was bad. But like I can understand why. If January sixth happened as like the Trump 
as like his stand by RB intended. Trump would, you know, have you seen that Jeanette McCurdy book cover that's going around? Yes, the I'm glad my mother's dead or something. Yeah, yeah but it would have been Trump holding Mike Pence's ass. <laughs> <laughs> the book would have been called I'm glad my VP is dead. I'm glad you guys killed Mike Pence. I still get to be president now. <laughs> Good job, guys. Now let me pretend to be disgusted with you. <laughs> Actually, let me just call it a hoax. I wouldn't even be disgusted. Him, I'll just him say holding that. the head of Mike Pence in the video going, look what you did. Look what you did. <laughs> and he's like smiling a little bit. He's like, look what you did. He's laughing. Like, how terrible of you. <laughs> I, I want to make this very clear. I don't want you to ever do anything like this again. You know, and then he's just like, you know, Pence isn't even dead. It's a hoax. He's yeah, alive. If, they, they're if hiding you, him from me. He's, he's like, if you keep going in the halls right now and you see Nancy Pelosi, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Hillary Clinton was allowed to delete and acid wash 33,000 emails after they were subpoenaed by Congress. Um, I know the whole butter emails thing is overplayed, but yeah, shady. I agree. <laughs> yeah, no one. I don't think anyone would disagree that Hillary is not shady herself. That that was very shady of her to do. Seems like you'd have something to hide if you did that. We'll, we'll agree I mean, on you. That. I mean, we're not gonna reveal, but you you heard stuff about her when you were over. Oh, yes, which I mean, we're not gonna bring that out here. Uh, that's a little but shady. Government shady. secrets we learned. Shady, <laughs> shady. Absolutely nothing has happened to hold her accountable. She even took antique furniture and other items from the White House. I don't even know what that means. They took a couch. <laughs> she took the couch. I mean, it's all, if, if the couch is housing sensitive information, sure. Yeah. But I, oh, I that's so good. It's just the couch. He's cooking right now. Oh my god! I, I stood up to America's bureaucratic corruption. I restored power to the people and truly delivered for our country like we have never seen before. The establishment hated it. Now, as I watch my endorsed candidates win big victories and see my dominance in all polls, they are trying to stop me and the Republican Party once more. I will say this, though. His endorsed candidates are killing it in the primaries for not midterm. Surprised, though, it's not surprising. The man has the Republican Party. It's true. Like, absolutely. Yeah, and it's not surprising they're killing because, like, the Democrats have been, like, so lazy since yeah 2020 i mean but but again we we really haven't gotten to the meat of the midterms either where they're gonna see like most of the races but yeah uh, i mean the republicans did score some early wins though against them so you you might see some you'll probably see some flipping because i mean flipping happens literally like every single time a new party takes over like two years later and forth exactly two years later everybody freaks out and they vote for the other party like it, it, it happens all the time um yeah so i'm curious how he's gonna close this one uh, I can tell. Uh, well, there's two more sentences, so here we go. Here we go. The lawlessness, political persecution, and witch hunt must be exposed and stopped. And then one last sentence, like that's like a whole new paragraph, which is on the bottom here. Oh, he isolated the close. Yeah, I will continue to fight for the great American people. What a close! Oh vintage, God, vintage performance. Put that on a put that on a trading card, man. Performance. What a what a game. It's like Jordan putting up 50 when he was like about to retire for the last time. Amazing. I, I need a cigarette, man. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so that's the Mar-a-Lago raid. I just think 
What was he cooking, dude? What was he cooking? Also, okay, like using that meme in like the way of like it's making fun of people who like are cooking nothing. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene having to fund FBI merch is really funny. Oh, oh yeah, that that is like the most important thing to point out here too is like the way that people have reacted to this has been incredible. The, the like, way like a lot of the right talking heads have been like they like they denounced like the idea of defunding the police. Now they're running with it and saying defund the FBI. <laughs> so good. It's it's so good. Everything um comes back it's flat it's always flat <laughs> it's 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 so good man i mean like it's the thing like no one has ideology anymore like it's no one everyone's does. just stealing each other's slogans exactly it, it it'll happen like like it like to give you an idea like it used like and again just how things like turn around and not, we only have like 10 minutes left I'll, I'll wrap it up here like it used to be kind of like um and this isn't everybody because there's still people like far their left and like a lot of little people that still like support this way. But you see a lot of people that are liberal now that are like not comfortable with like violence and media and things like that. And like I understand you like would like not be okay with it. I get that opinion. But now like as like a like a way to fight the other side, Republicans like it's fine if you just show shootings and movies, like you know. Which, if you went back like twenty years ago, they would have had like the exact opposite opinion. And same thing with liberal people. They'd be like, "Ah, oh, it's uh, it's freedom, it's fashion, whatever," you know. So it's like the way that things turn, and just like you take the other person's points. It's so funny to keep. Yeah, it just t- twists and turns, yeah. and we end up we just, we're just where we've always been. We're just why mm-hmm. we're just watching these people argue with each other, and we're just like, "So are we gonna do something or what?" Well, yeah, we're but, gonna go. The I'm gonna tell you this. You know, what we're gonna do. Um, I think January 6, twenty twenty three is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> we're on a list if we weren't on a list before we're on a no, list. i know yeah that, that one's gonna get me on the list. Um, also i would just like to say i find it yeah you talk about like people stealing each other's like slogans and agendas mm-hmm. no one can ever replicate what you just read to us oh no like there, were, there has only ever been one man who is just that on the he's just off he's in the sauce he is the sauce look, trump trump is soldier boy okay and He's Everyone, just his flow. Well, no, it's not even just that, okay? But Trump is soldier boy. All these other people trying to be him are chained. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like this, this man put out "Kiss Me Through the Phone." This man put out like "Crank That," and uh, th- this other person put out right like the Chingies. They're putting out right there. Like it's yeah. it, they're not the same. They're just not the same. So sad how Soldier Boy's career also had a similar turn when they raided him. Did he get raided? I'm kidding. I have. I, I was gonna say. I was like, wait. Or were they gonna I, raid his like ripoff Nintendo Switch that he was selling? I mean, yeah. The Soldier Boy. <laughs> the Soldier Boy. That's such a good name. It, it was a terrible product. He was scamming people. Terrible great, product. Great, great raiding. Soldier Boy. Uh, well, but yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, Sam. Hey, like, we're back. That's like what I would say about like. It, like like okay like i i don't know every implication about what's going to happen with mar-a-lago i still don't think trump's going to go to prison or anything but is. at the very least like we're back you know oh my God. <laughs> yes we are so what are the takeaways um uh get cte perform it rolling loud um cry in an office building that's empty mm-hmm. and go to mar-a-lago because it's cheap. absolutely oh buy now buy now Price has got to be low. And the most important takeaway is we're back. Everyone's back. Yeah. We're, <laughs> the gang's we're all, back. We're all so back. Okay. We're so back.
Well, I think that's, uh, a, beautiful, that's a beautiful way to tie this all together. I really think it back. Is. Yeah, we're the boys back. are back in town. You know, how it is. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Half and Half Podcast. As usual, thank we you, appreciate you. your continued listenership, your patronage, however you want to refer to it. And yeah, what do we always tell them? Stay creamy. Stay creamy. Peace out, y'all. Thank you.